Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, I just have to ask, I mean, Tucker Carlson, I mean, I mean, I, let's just say he's just a bad person and he represents so much of what is wrong on in television news these days. You know this all too well. He, he you know, spouts off white nationalist talking points. And so why, why would you even go on his show? But I don't know how people in right wing media. You can go and do anti-vax stuff on television. It's mm. not a game. If somebody's legitimately trying their best, right? And um, they call Caitlyn Jenner just conversationally mentioned Caitlyn Jenner's old name. Please don't say it. We (laughs) sense that we're teetering towards some version of a new civil war and political violence. And there's unfortunately, the incentives are going to make that more likely, not less likely over time, unless we have a dramatic shift in dynamic. Yeah, a shift in something, man. Uh, Certainly communication. And then we're going to have to start coming together and resetting things that have been so far out of whack. It's incredible. It's incredible. We're going to get to the... the you know, We all talked about uh, Eden Torres here a bit ago. Uh, you remember we... Yeah, Thursday. Was that, uh, was that the last show? Yeah, our last show was Thursday, per usual. Wow. Everyone's been waiting with bated breath. So you remember Eden Torres mm-hmm. on... Oh, dang. Hold on. I have to... You're gonna hear it for a second. My my computer from 1931 is so always full of, or from you know 2013. Yes, is always so full of um, I always without any memory left that it, anything that I have from the other day gets shot into the cloud to save space. Because I have no space. My computer's on the verge of dying. 2013 for a computer. Yeah, that's a long time. It's old. That is old. You're correct. All right, so, so, but you remember her. This is a little bit of what mm-hmm. we played. Why do you want to record me? Because okay. your entire staff has been okay. calling me, sir. Okay, okay. Uh, do you want to park? Uh, 
why don't you tell me what we can do now? No, because I, I can do the same thing with you. Okay, okay? but your so, entire staff has been calling me sir the entire time. Okay. What about me looks like a sir right now? Uh, okay, so that's, that's an example of how far we've come here where we've suspended reality here. We're completely suspending reality. I wrote about it in my substack, which I have to write another one. Frig and frig, frig, frig. Uh, I'm not complaining that I ha have to write another one, guys, and thank you for subscribing. I'm complaining that I don't have enough time in days, and it's already time. Today I'm out of time. Um, but I will do it tomorrow. I will try to do it tomorrow. I think I can probably do it tomorrow. I think so. Okay. I'll, I'll do it on Indigenous People's Day tomorrow. <laughs> so here's the thing that... Like I wrote in my Substack, I had this unbelievable story there of a woman, among other things, who claimed that somebody hung a noose outside of her because it's rape, hate crime, yada, yada, yada. And it was literally a bungee cord. It was a bungee cord. This was not even, this is the distant cousin of the rope, which <laughs> is a noose. It wasn't even like tied in any kind of knot no, or anything. It was just a bungee cord. But now the people have decided that they don't need, the threat doesn't have to exist. They're happy to just create it and go with it, which mm -hmm. is why when Joe Biden does it with things like strapping people at the border, that's crazy because even though he's been a silly person for his entire life and political career, when you have mainstream people now playing along to this extent, mm -hmm. then this is a divide. This is no longer a divide in ideologies. This is not what the, should the size of government be. Literally, if you're inventing things, if you're uh, seeing a mirage, willingly or not, and you're expecting me to react to the mirage as if it's a reality. Right. With all sorts of codes of conduct now that are on site established. Well, then we can't play that game. That we can't that can't work. Because mm -hmm. those of us who are not seeing mirages and are seeing reality and not through rose colored glasses whatever, we got stuff to do and you can't be avoiding landmines, your landmines constantly, including whether it's not to utter the words Bruce Jenner or, and, and that kills people. Or whether or not we're being forced to play play along while somebody's making pretend that a bungee cord is a noose, <laughs> which is it, which it isn't, and that strapping people is a thing. But we've come it's, it's so far, and they've said the left has done all this stuff. I mean, you can just see it. Well, and the media plays along. Oh, with that's this what I'm saying. Too. Yes, the media plays along. They codify <laughs> it immediately. Well, right, and even then, if they do, like, ultimately issue corrections, that gets no traction because they, like, everything is predicated on the initial report of the thing. It's like when Trump was elected, and we were told there was this wave of hate crimes because there was a wave of hate crimes being reported, but you know, nobody followed up and made sure that, like checked on them to see if they actually turned out to be hate crimes or if they turned out to be psychotic people doing hoaxes on right. themselves, which a lot of them did. I think Reason Magazine published a list where they would like go through and track each story and see how many turned out to be hoaxes, and a lot of them did. A lot of them. There's just in, in, not uh, enough hate criming happening right. for the people that you know want to have hate crimes happen in, in, to them. And the most malevolent people, of course, see all this and say, okay... I see what's happening here, but this is very politically useful for us. This will this will uh, spike fundraising. This will get people to mobilize for us. Mm -hmm. And those people, of course, are bad human beings. 
And there are also people who've just lost their minds. Some of them well, were related to, and those people got the fever. I mean, two more hogs got the fever. And they've just bought in. They've decided right. to see it. They saw the Charlottesville thing, and as soon as they were given the ingredients, the, mm-hmm. the racists in khaki pants with torches, and Trump saying, fine, people both, uh, they had the word, they had everything they needed to just confirm, well, to right. get validation. So- yes, my belief system is so right. This is evil. My goodness. We all need, and it's all, all three of them. The noose, the person uh, 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 scared of very fine people on both sides, mm-hmm. and the, can't say Bruce Jenner's name, all three of them, the power of this religion comes on. These are the true believers. These are the hogs. Got the, right. fever, the power comes in being victimized. Right. And the power does come in being victimized. But I mean, I think that there are obviously malicious actors here, the activists and the media, the people who are doing that, putting these stories out there and then not getting the corrections to people in time. But there are also a lot of people who just don't take a lot of time to follow the news mm-hmm. and are, you know, they probably have some natural predilection towards, you know, the Democratic side and not liking Trump and whatever. And, you know, they just don't have time to, like, follow each of these stories and check in their own biases and see if stuff, it turns out to be true or not. You know, you've had that happen, like, when you did the Substack about January 6th and you had people commenting to you that cops were beaten to death with fire extinguishers. Well, that was published in the New York Times. The New York Mm -hmm. Times published that. And, yes, they then issued a correction, but... Too many people had already seen the thing. I mean, this happened with a story this week. The New York Times had the following correction on here. Um, So here we go. New York Times reporter. Correction. October 7, 2021. An earlier version of this article incorrectly described actions taken by regulators in Sweden and Denmark. They have halted the use of the Moderna vaccine in children and they have not begun offering single doses. So that seems like that's a big correction, that the original article said they were offering children the Moderna vaccine, and uh, the actual fact is that they had stopped giving children the Moderna vaccine. It's the opposite. The article also misstated the number of COVID hospitalizations in the U.S. in children. It is more than 63,000 from August 2020 to October 2021. Not 900,000 since the beginning of the pandemic. That also seems like a kind of a big correction. In addition, the article misstated the timing of the FDA meeting on the authorization of the Pfizer vaccine for children. It is later this month and not next week. So, like, literally... The whole article was just made up, like was just based right. on things that were absolutely not true. And how many people read the initial version of the of article course. and didn't re, you know, check back on the article 24 hours later no. to see if there were any corrections issued? You know, this happened this week. Somebody I know on Facebook posted and said that 2% of the people who get COVID die. It's that's off by an order of magnitude. I mean, two percent probably of like seven year olds who get COVID die. But a lot of people just go around believing stuff that's not true, not like because they're bad, but because like they're told by the news that this stuff is true and they don't have the time to like go dig deeper on every single thing that they read. Right. And so so for some of these people with the people in New York Times, nobody's getting fired there No, because all of these. All of these are noble lies. All these, all mm-hmm. of these are in service to a really noble cause, and whether that's to drive you to the vaccine or drive you to masking or drive you to getting your kids vaccinated, closing down whatever. Right. These are all done with really good intentions, and so all that matters is you know the intention was good, but in some cases you've got 
you've got people building these mirages, seeing them, building mm -hmm. them, etc. And then when you don't act as if that new matrix is new, they're mad at you. So what are you doing? I've told you all this stuff exists and you're not act you're not afraid of it. You don't have the fever like the rest of us. Why not? You should have the fever. Two more hogs got the fever. There should be three more hogs that have the fever. One should be you. Which is one of the reasons why Jim Acosta today barked at Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. He said, what, what, we've been building this, Andrew, for the past five years. This whole big narrative and now where, where Trump was, Tucker now is. Why don't you react accordingly? I want to ask you, uh, Andrew, because you're, you're talking about fixing the system and you're talking about, you know, bringing in better people into the political process. But I have to ask you about an interview that you did with Tucker Carlson recently. It took a bizarre turn when Tucker uh, suddenly brought up the Unabomber. I want to play that and ask you about this on the other side. Ted Kaczynski, I, I have to say, has written very convincingly on this, the Unabomber. Um, bad person, but a smart analysis. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm so amused. When he said Ted Kaczynski wrote something on this, that means that he didn't suddenly bring up Ted Kaczynski. Right. That means that he was making a big point and went se seamlessly into Ted Kaczynski. Mm -hmm. So he didn't suddenly, this was not the beginning of the, in the interview. Hi, I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Tucker. Ted Kaczynski, <laughs> a friend of mine, wants a that's not how this went. I think of the way systems work and his argument is that large organizations over time morph into purely self-preservation projects like a big a big system in the end protects itself and that's kind of all it does so our two-party system is certainly in that that said I don't hear anybody quoting Ted Kaczynski's readings <laughs> for anything I'm so amused that Tucker I mean Tucker is such a just he's like going his own way doing mm -hmm. his own thing like nobody recommends that no pr person oh, no. says you should go out there and quote Ted well although although what it does it's 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 a brilliant almost grenade because it's the left something like kaczynski far left people mm -hmm. they treat it almost like curling you know with, with something you roll kaczynski at them they're gonna do the thing with the ice <laughs> they don't want to disrupt it really because a lot of the far left, Kaczynski's the man to them. You know, very highly educated, mm -hmm. good eco-terrorism. They're into that, you know. Right. He hated big institutions. He did all sorts of stuff. You know, if you're mm -hmm. somebody in the proximity of the squad, Kaczynski ain't all bad to you. <laughs> you can look at some of the stuff he said. If you're embracing Bill Ayers, then Ted Kaczynski's your guy, too. A category. There are so many barriers to starting a viable third party. It's, it hasn't been done. Why can you do it? I'd love to go into the history and background a bit, which uh, you probably know better than I do. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, I just have to ask. I mean, Tucker Carlson. I mean, I mean, I, let's just say he's just a bad person, and he represents bad so much person. of what is wrong on in television news these days you know this all too well he, he you know spouts off white nationalist talking points and so why why would you even go on his show and why didn't you go after him when he he's citing the unabomber and talking i mean just crazy stuff this is essentially the crazy leftist borg crazy wacko leftist borg sending out an attache to give Andrew a chance to come into a compliance. Mm -hmm. To say, listen, 
I know that you look at us with the fever and you say that it's a turnoff and we're zombified, but this is a battle. This is important, Andrew. You have mm-hmm. a chance here. Why would you fraternize with the bad people, with the malevolent people, with the evil people? Why would you do that? We're giving you this chance, Andrew. You like it here? You like CNN? It's nice, isn't it? You could mm-hmm. live here. You could have a really nice existence in these beautiful places where we all live. Right. In left spaces. But you're not. You're talking to people who are bad. Just bad people. Who don't acknowledge our fantasy land we've all made up here. And as a matter of fact, laugh at us every night about it. And then don't even have Twitter accounts that they use so we can't hurt their feelings at all. And it really hurts us, Andrew. That's what this is. One of the things we have to do, Jim, is try and take the temperature of the country down. And the only way to do that is to reach out to people where they are. As you know, Tucker commands a massive audience. And if you wanted to try to build a unifying popular movement that does call attention to the fact that our system's not working really for anyone, uh, you know, you you have to, again, reach out. Uh, And that's what I was doing on that show. I mean, the, the goal is to have Republicans who are discontent to channel their discontent in a positive way. And right now, in my view, it's not going in a positive direction. I'd like to help change that. And you think you could bring some of Tucker's viewers into the forward party? I mean, is that what you were trying to do there? I had a volunteer, Carrie Ann, who actually... It's like, Jim, you don't have to weep in front of people. Right. It's like, yeah. so you still, even after I said that and played that for you, you still love him more than me? <laughs> really, it is. <laughs> and I love how like there's no acknowledgement of the of what Andrew said that Tucker has a massive audience because they can't like admit that Tucker beats them in the ratings every single day of the week. Like he's right. like the biggest show on cable news. And he's not also. Well, they think because Yang, unfortunately, he's the magic unicorn because <clears throat> he talks to people and he's cool in a new way. Mm-hmm. So he didn't take any of the bait. They gave him the Kaczynski, the Kaczynski stuff, etc. And this is made. This is made. Acosta is saying, guys, we're going to make news here today. We're going to give Yang something that he can't possibly not use to berate Tucker in some way. Mm-hmm. And because Yang, yeah, they were hoping he would go like, you know, I agreed to do the interview, but I was shocked that he brought up Ted Kaczynski, oh, and it was terrible. Anything like- <laughs> couldn't it be anything? I was, it was I was so wrong. Words. Right, anything they need, that's it, mm-hmm. and that would be banged. And there's the big news, and, and the Yang gang, who was influential, and they certainly right. move. They would say, okay, we can mobilize against Tucker. He didn't get any of it. He's already Jim Acosta is already disheartened on his own show because his this itch he wanted to scratch didn't get scratched. She said that she'd been helping my campaigns for the last couple of years and her Republican father had never taken an interest. And then I was on Tucker's program and all of a sudden he calls Carrie Ann is like, hey, tell me more. Uh, and I think that's that's the only way we're going to get through this time that we sense that we're. Te- Yang just did a promo for Tucker on Acosta's <laughs> show right there. Saying things got done. We had conversations. People's lives were changed for the better. Mm hmm. God, it, it, it's got to be a tough thing to be Jimmy Costa right now. Well, and imagine, it's so interesting, like, the the people on CNN would never have, like, Ron Paul on, who I to me is, like, one of the closer analogies to, like, what Andrew Yang would be on the right, you know, like, this sort of, like, 
maverick goes their own way, attracts lots of young energy into the fold that maybe is like not like me two major party people, right? And like I think that you know, they would never have like a Ron Paul on their shows in like a long form sit down interview to just talk to him about what he thinks in an honest way, you know, but Tucker's not afraid to do that because Tucker has confidence in his own positions and is able to talk to people. When he initially started his show, he invited tons of liberals on it. I assume right. they now just I assume they still would have liberals on, but they're just the liberals are too scared to go on mm-hmm. Tucker's show. Right. Like, but they're so afraid to have people on that might like act actually present different points of view that they disagree with. They they would never have people on like that. So they can't imagine a world in which people like Joe Rogan or Tucker Carlson have people on and just talk to them. You know? Oh, right. They, they're scared of that. They're scared of the idea right. saying- that you might just go talk to somebody for an hour or a few hours and, and say what you think about stuff. Right. That they're frightens s- them. They're saying, why are you talking to him? Don't you see? We made him to be a boogeyman. He's now the boogeyman we made him to be. So why would you talk talk to him? But Rogan doesn't see. He he didn't let you know Jim Acosta decide for him what he saw when he saw Tucker, you right. know, or whoever, you know, didn't let these people. They're believing their own horse bleep. Catering mm-hmm. towards some version of a new civil war and political violence, and there's unfortunately the incentives are going to make that more likely, not less likely over time, unless. We have a dramatic shift in dynamic, and that's what I'm trying to provide with the forward party. It's going to involve reaching out to Americans of every political alignment. All right, Andrew Yang, I, there's so much more we could talk about. Maybe we can get you back on. Uh, another- yeah, no, that was not a good time for him. So Brian Stelter also had on, he had a, it was all a big hate fest against Fox, which is not what he does. He had a guy named David Suriwak, professor of media studies at Goucher College. I didn't know. Not hard if I, I didn't know. That. Anyway, he's a professor. I can tell you one thing. To a man, every professor of media studies, and I've met a bunch of them. We used to have a lot of them on at the Herald. Every professor of media, study- media studies is unimpressive, incorrect, biased in a dumb way, full of themselves, generally unpleasant, and mildly psychotic. <laughs> It's absolutely so true. So you bring some baggage to the, yeah. hearing oh, this absolutely guy. True. Is what you're so Stelter, um, once again, these are hogs who have the fever looking over at Fox News and saying, guys, let's let's get on and condemn him. I do want to briefly show the, the tone, the framing on Fox News in primetime, just some of the banners. Look at the banners on screen. The Fox runs. This is CNN complaining about banners. Mm-hmm. CNN complaining about banners. Banners. CNN created the editorializing banner against Trump again, 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 again. I, one that sticks out of me was during the um, Jake Tapper show uh, was saying Donald Trump said it's hard to watch the Special Olympics and it's like, uh, or the Paralympics. And, you know, he was, Trump said that he doesn't have time. It's hard to watch it. Doesn't have enough time to watch it in, in total context. But it didn't matter. I mean, I've got. Yeah, you know, I talk about uh, my computer full of um, in memory. Most of what's in the cloud are my screenshots of CNN banners in the last six years. How pathetic, whoever pathetic that is. It's about vaccines. This is not, they're not saying literally, don't take the vaccine, but they make fun of liberals who promote vaccines. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up over this. We're going to start this again because I think it's important. 
Okay. Listen to the warning. I do want to briefly show the, the tone, the framing on Fox News in primetime, just some of the banners. Look at the banners on screen that Fox runs about vaccines. This is not, they're not saying literally, don't take the vaccine, but they make fun of liberals who promote vaccines. Yeah. They essentially, David, are prolonging the pandemic by being so aggressively, um, deeply skeptical, oppositional. Look at that. The authoritarianism of vaccine mandates. The, the tone every single day is to be anti-anti-Biden on these things. Right. So Fox is spending all day on their shows being so skeptical of this thing. Right. Asking questions, scrutinizing, you know, mm-hmm. vetting people and facts and things, etc. It's like, yeah, because it's a news company. That's where you do that stuff. Right. It's the vaccine, Fauci's PR people, CNN, they're not at all because mm-hmm. they're all in. They're selling it. They're moving. Right. They're acting. Right. You would now, want somebody to be skeptical. Skeptical. Right. And you would want, I mean, Fauci seems to have a lot of time for media availabilities, right? Like, right. And do you think that Tucker, who likes ratings as much as anybody else, wouldn't have Fauci on if Fauci wanted to come on to his show and honestly talk to him about the vaccine mm-hmm. or whatever? Of course. I think Tucker would have Fauci on in a second to talk to him about it. And if they actually cared about public health, I mean, they've gone, they put commercials in um, the whatever the fishing show is or whatever and right. on NASCAR and all the other places we went on 700 club or whatever like they, you would think they would want to reach Tucker's audience with this message if they're so concerned about Tucker talking to people and asking questions about the vaccine well then why don't you go on and answer his questions smarthead whatever right. idiots like that I just it's so crazy to me that they're so scared of people talking about stuff and asking questions about it. Like, I engage everybody. I talk to people who think the vaccine is absolutely right. well, evil and terrible. Le- I talk to people who, you know, can't believe anybody wouldn't get the vaccine. Like, I'll talk to anybody and I'll tell them but honestly is- what I think. I don't understand this attitude amongst people that, like, people have to be shut this up. This is the lead we have media to end their critic. Channels. This is a lead media critic for a show about media. Mm-hmm. Talking to somebody, a professor of kids who pay him to discuss media and journalism, telling Tucker in Fox to stop doing journalism because mm-hmm. we're all in. We're trying to do vax stuff now and mask stuff and whatever. Stop doing journalism stuff. Just right. follow the fold. Why are you scrutinizing so much? Stop yeah, asking questions. But imagine these media experts getting together and talking like the biggest problem in media is that people are saying things that they don't like. Like, what kind well, that's of what attitude is that? That's, that's because that's what these people do, because they are literally, like we say, activists. And before it was the vaccine and this stuff, it was Trump. But imagine- and they said, why are you guys having any Trump people on? We wouldn't ever have any Trump people on because they all lie to us. We're trying to get him out of there, guys. Let's try mm-hmm. to go- stop doing journalism stuff about the Biden crew. We have to get Trump out of there. But I, I mean, just imagine being so afraid of things that other people say. Like, it's cra- that's what's crazy what's to me. What's crazy is that these people teach and opine as authorities on journalism. Mm-hmm. And they're telling people to stop asking questions. Don't ask about the noose being a bungee cord. Stop it. If that reporter who did that for the noose bungee cord thing, and it was um, the Daily Beast, which is Newsweek. Mm-hmm. 
the person, the subject of that, said that she had all sorts of threats and horrible things said to her, done all sorts of unbelievable things. Right. In that article. And then she, then she sent along and said, look, they also left this noose on my tree. And the picture was a, of a bungee cord. If you were the reporter in the real world, <laughs> then you would say, if she thinks that's a noose, then everything else she told us here is suspect. Absolutely, in the very least. And as a matter of fact, you might say, as a matter of fact, we've got a very different story here. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. And, it matter, and it's about her. <laughs> and that, But no, they, they still ran with it. It's still up on the site. That's right. Yeah, this, it's the news. news. It's unbelievable. So here's this pro- professor of people who pay for college. I don't understand. The more I, I cannot believe whatever Goucher College is. Mm-hmm. I don't see, don't take, okay, you don't have to go to, if you want to go to college, if you have to, if parents, I know that a lot of you guys want to send your kids to college, I'm against it totally. Don't send them for media studies, okay, or hotel management, (laughs) just please don't, or radio, okay, don't. And I, it's like, it's not real to them, it's like it's a game, I mean, they're playing for viewership. No, that's, no, that's an interesting point, he says, it's not real, it's like a game. No, no, and I get this on my own radio show, no, the point is. To when you're doing a media show or a journalism show, etc., and something incredibly huge, black swan event like this comes around, mm-hmm. the point is to keep your head and keep doing the thing that you do. The point isn't to suddenly go hysterical, have your mind break, and become a just a, and panic in front of people to show how serious you take it. The idea is to still be thinking clearly as it happens. You can't have the entire crew of the Titanic just say, holy bleep, we hit an effing iceberg and dive off the sides. You want them, the people who deal with boats and water and icebergs, you want them at least to be, you know, doing the thing. Right. You know? But they're saying, no, no, no. Be as insane and scared as we are with our masks like we are. Demand. I want, they're saying to us, you need to want to see Tucker get a shot too. You need to want to see Stuart Varney get a shot. You need to want to. And why don't you need to want to? You don't you think it's, are you taking this serious? It's like, just because you're panicking and you've got the fever doesn't mean the rest of us have to. You know? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's not don't acknowledge that we don't, You're not acknowledging that. They, yes, I acknowledge it too. That doesn't mean I'm going to act like a crazy person. <laughs> well, yeah. And the thing is, is because, and this is where, this is what happens to you if you stop caring about what's actually true and it's all like my truth, your truth, what I believe, what I think, like what I feel and my feelings or whatever, is that if you stop acknowledging that there is such a thing as a real truth that's out there, whether you like it or not, then you no longer, it it now matters to you, you know, what other people believe because... You don't because your truth, my truth are all dependent on what people think, right? Like truth is determined by your feelings that day. What gender you are is determined by like some intangible thing that you feel inside that nobody can measure or tell you for you. So now like if that's what gender is, now it matters what other people think your gender is because gender is something that's determined by people's feelings, right? Right. So like, you know, or like whatever, anything like this stuff, the COVID, like they're worried that other people might not take it seriously like so you know if if you've decided that what's true 
what reality is depends on what people feel about it. Now you're going to go around trying to stop other people. And a lot of conservatives, like, I know I don't have this problem where I care what other people think about stuff because I know that the truth is what it is, whether I like it or not. Like, it's not affected by whether or not I think it's true. It just is. That's right. what truth is. It's not like I can't spin it into being right. by my belief system. But that's what they think like racism is. You know, like racism is something that happens by like feelings floating in the air. It's not like an actual act of a noose coming out. It's like what you feel about the thing that makes it a noose or not a noose. It's what right. people feel when they well, see the pictures why they bar- of the Which border. is why they bar- borrow more and more uh, fantastic uh, vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Which is why, you know... A white supremacy has been dusted off the shelf, brought right down here, and it's employed now in modern day use for almost everything. Anything concerning race is race, white supremacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Nice. Pretty soon that'll be worn out. We'll have to grab something else. I don't even know. <laughs> What's a step above white supremacy? Right. I don't know. But it's and so so. Let me get back to this guy here. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've got a core that listen to this and that wants to hear this apparently, and that they're reinforcing. But how do you live with yourself when you know what you're doing as in the media can cause death for people? How do you live with you? I don't understand that. I do not. Un- how do you live with yourself if you know what you're doing in the media could cause deaths for people? So wait a second. Wait a second. Is your job in the media to scrutinize and search for the truth and facts? Or is it to look way downstream and say, what could the possible ramifications be? <laughs> worst case scenario, worst case scenario, if Bill Malugin tells all of us to uh, fill a fish tank up with gasoline and stick our head in it, then put a fire fire into it. Like, no, your job as a reporter is not to take a long view and say, wait a second, by me, you know, scrutinizing Pfizer's work here or if somebody's making money here, mm-hmm. I could then possibly be causing this, which could cause this, cause this, cause this, and cause people to say, hmm, the vaccine's fake. Well, what Indeed, about- the problem is, mm-hmm. is that the other truth tellers at CNN, etc., those people discourage and cause more uh, behavior mm-hmm. because a lot of people look at them and say, I'm being lied to. Right. So in, I don't in trust. In a noble cause. Right. Exactly. In a noble cause. And it cuts the other way, too. Right. So there have been cases now that social media companies, as you know, like try to take down like anti-vaccine information. But now they've expanded it into not just like telling you that the vaccine will make you grow a second head or something. Right. Like the, the, not just that isn't allowed, but you're not allowed to like post like if somebody you know died a day after getting the vaccine, you're not allowed to post that, even if it's true. The truth Mm. isn't a defense in this because that could make somebody have an anti-vaccine sentiment. And we know that some people do have side effects. Some people do die from the vaccine. So, like, I mean, you do just have to, at some point, like, trust people to look into, like, how rare something is and make their own assessment of, you know, whether or not it's worth it. You know, I tend to be of the opinion that for adults, it's probably worth it to get the vaccine, the benefits outweigh the cost and probably for young people it's not you know there are higher risks for young people of some of these heart problems at the current dosage levels and 
there's less, you know, clear benefit to them because they're not at risk from COVID to start with. So you have to be able to like make that differentiation. But saying, you know, if somebody goes out and posts like, oh, my friend's kid died of a heart problem the day after getting the Pfizer vaccine, you know, that if it's true, that sh- why shouldn't that be allowed? Well, it shouldn't be allowed because you could make somebody think the vaccine is dangerous. So like you said, it's not about reporting on what's true or not true. It's about, you know, what that might make somebody feel or think down the line and if whatever. But, you know, like, what if they, do they sp- lose any sleep thinking about like, what if they tell somebody to get the vaccine and then that person has a heart problem or a bad reaction? Do they spend any time worrying about that? Like, because that can cut both ways. Well, Somebody well, might get the vaccine things, and they might have do a they side spend, effect. Do they spend any time thinking about the ramifications of telling the world how bad we were, how much we were uh, like the Russians with gulags, etc., in mm-hmm. Iraq, how bad we were? Incent- essentially incentivizing the insurgents in Iraq to kill more young Americans, right. seeing because we were bad, and the Americans said on CNN that we were bad as well. We were like the Nazis. Well, better go kill the Nazis. And mm-hmm. do they have any care about that? They have any any care whatsoever? Uh, you know, when they send Don Lemon out to get plastered on New Year's Eve about the down uh, effects of that, you know, to see that people are saying emulating Don Lemon, if there are people who do. <laughs> and saying, wow, that's a good idea. How about the spots they play for all sorts of pay, play for Cadbury cream eggs and uh, beer mm-hmm. and vaping products and and cool fast cars and, you know, they, or trailers they play for uh, for the Fast and the Furious 53, whatever. Like, how many things are we looking at long view? Or is it just the one thing that you can say during a pandemic where you can look at the other guy and say, the guy's killing you in ratings mm-hmm. and say, hey, you should stop this. You know, the idea that, especially with the war stuff, it's like right. CNN was, ha- they were happy to deride Bush and talk mm-hmm. up the enemies as much as they possibly could. And they would have freaked out if you if you had told them that you were going to shut down their YouTube channel because it was, like, dangerous to U.S. troops in Iran. They would have absolutely cried censorship I used and to, everything I, 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 I knew a girl back then during that mm-hmm. war who was thrilled because a court case just came through. Her professor had told her, that Bush wanted to, the the arm the armed forces had made this rule that they couldn't film caskets coming back into military hangars anymore, and she her whole feeling was, oh you see because because uh, they don't want to know how much this war how many li- people died for for his lies etc so they don't want to show it and whatever it's like never thinking that don't you think the enemy would love to see those. Mm-hmm. And also, what about parents and concerned people? Maybe they'd rather not see. Maybe guys jumping on planes to head over there would rather not have the visuals as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like th- thought about. No, no, no. It's always got to be the most. You know, the, 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 in the, that time, journalism really matters. See, we have to show the truth. Well, okay. The truth. You show no the truth. What? Even and if there's some seventeen-year-olds building IUDs in Iraq who saw it and are thrilled. IEDs, not oh, IUDs. Sorry. <laughs> I have something that I make fun of people for. You never know. Maybe they um, had to move on. Um, here's back to um, David Sirowak. There's a lot of sins we have, and, and, and I'll confess to some of them as a journalist. But I don't know how people in right-wing media, with the science that we have out there, and with all the videos and all the personal tragedy. What's the clear, by the way, inconsistent science? What's the clear inconsistent science? Like Seltzer said, Fox is not telling people not to take the vaccine. No, of course not. Right. 
the science we have out there, clear. Okay, is it the math science that always changes? It's a little iffy. Does this guy even know? There's been no one clear science. I've been. I heard today that I heard a bunch. I listen to the Sunday shows and a thousand podcasts on Sunday, so I can mm-hmm. make sure. I have, one expert saying that um, that down the line somewhere we need to start doing home testing. Another one said, "Nah, not so much really right now." Another one said, "We absolutely need to be doing home testing so that you're able to take a test right now." To see if you have COVID in case you're going to go out to a gathering, et cetera. Which to me does not seem like a crazy idea. No, it would but be they nice. hate that well, because the- there's not mandatory reporting. Well, here's the problem. Well, but here's the thing. Is that right now, all of the people complain that there aren't enough home tests mm-hmm. in this country, which is true. And they've also complained that they're hugely expensive here. And other, other countries have them free or like for two bucks, et cetera. All of them said, these tests should be almost free here. We should subsidize them. And all of them said, but we can't subsidize anything right now. Nobody's subsidizing anything. Nobody dropped the ball. Where is There's a three-foot-tall little guy <laughs> who's doing documentaries about himself right now. Where has this been? Where is this push? Where's CNN saying, hey, mm-hmm. where's all the home tests? Where's anything? There is no anything. They're only taking order. They're not scrutinizing. Right. They're not asking questions. They're not doing journalism. Any. So for the fact that nobody's pushed, CNN didn't spend a damn second talking about vaccines. They talked about fucking Ted Kaczynski <laughs> or talk about these tests. You know, instead, they talk about Ted Kaczynski. Where's the push to get these tests out? Mm-hmm. So how many thousands of people will die because CNN was freaking jerking off about Fox News for freaking two hours? Well, that's their beat now. That's all they cover. All they cover is what Fox News is doing because they have nothing else to do with themselves. So you don't know what their purpose is without Trump there. So all they can do is just report on what Fox News did this week. It's pathetic and it's insane. It, like, just, yes. It's not okay mentally. They're not all right. We've witnessed of people dying. You can go and do anti-vax stuff on television. It's not a game. You walk out of the street. It's not anti-vax stuff if you're asking <laughs> questions. You know, you're asking questions of people. Well, and by Some the way, you say, can be anti-vax. And by the way, okay well, the FDA, FDA is not on the same page as the CDC. Right. So there's all sorts of different opinions out there. But see, mm-hmm. but but the CNN hitch their wagon to Fauci and Walensky and Jensaki, and they want that messaging. That's all they want. And they're saying, right. why don't you do all the messaging we're doing? Why can't we be doing different messaging? Don't you understand? 700,000 people died. You have to be crazy. Just make these, these people will save us. Just stop doing reporting. Psychos. You're part of the community. You're part of this country. You're part of the global community. And you're contributing to killing people. That's, that's unconscionable. That psychotic gentleman is a professor of people at a college about media right <laughs> i mean don't ask questions when it when crisis happens don't ask questions just hide and hopefully and just take everybody's word for it and be the stenographer for fauci and all these other people no more asking questions there's no forgiveness there is no forgiveness for these people go ahead cash your checks now you know <laughs> there's no forgiveness for these people it says a guy having an apoplectic fit <laughs> There's no forgiveness. There's no forgiveness. They're not even asking for his forgiveness. They haven't done anything. It's this, no. It's so unhinged. Right. Cash your checks now. It's dirty media money. He says on CNN. <laughs> on CNN. 
where these people made a living, a living out of destabilizing the country for the past at least five years. That's before mm -hmm. they were all in with the uh, insurgents in Iraq. You're, you're helping to kill people. Think of that tomorrow when you go in before the cameras. It's so That's nuts. what it is. They're so out of things to say, it's just that now you're a killer. Because you don't as un, act as unhinged as Professor Zerowick. If you're not as unhinged as he is, then you're complicit in the killing. Mm-hmm. You're literally killing people. I mean, it's so crazy. And, like, people should be asking questions. Why did Biden come out with a vaccine mandate that we haven't seen yet? It doesn't exist. The OSHA regulation still isn't out. Right. They I can't mean, figure a way to do it. It's been weeks. It's been weeks. I mean, I assume they're sitting with lawyers trying to figure out some bulletproof way to do it, which I don't know if they're they're going to be able to. It's certainly going to go through a court process. But I mean, I think they're just like announcing it and hoping that companies comply enough beforehand that like it will go away, you know, and that they'll never actually have to mm -hmm. do the regulation. But it seems just... Uh, I mean, it seems incredible that this was announced weeks ago and there's still no regulation and people are acting like this ma mandate exists and it's not even out yet. Like, where are the questions about that from the media? That's nuts. Where are the questions about why we're still not seeing the data on the Pfizer vaccine for kids that they're saying is safe and effective, but you can't see it yet and we can't prove it stops COVID? Like, where is you're that conversation? People. Right now you're I killing know, people. I know, I know. I'm killing people. I'm literally killing people. But, like, I... I mean, these things seem incredible to me, right? Like, they seem like the sorts of things you would want to ask if you were, like, a media person. And if you cared about people trusting you and and wanting to go by your information. Trying to get people's channels taken off YouTube doesn't uh, inspire confidence in your position. But like I said, like, you have to... If you believe that truth is determined by what people feel then then you do need people to stop saying things out there because because it matters but if you don't have the confidence in your position to think that it's true whether other people believe it or not mm -hmm. then you know then you have to you know behave this in way and lash out at tucker carlson and stuff because right. their greatest fear their greatest fear is that it will turn out that, like, Tucker Carlson will not get vaccinated and be fine, right? Yes, absolutely. You absolutely. Know, but the lashing out... Their biggest fear is that, you know, that COVID will go away without mandating the last 20% of people get the vaccine. Yes, because it would not be a confirmation uh, for right. them and there would be no... Right. Their biggest right. fear is that this stuff would, you know, disappear without them getting what they want out of you because then that that would you know show that they were wrong but they they can't acknowledge that there could be a truth out there that they could be wrong about because to them truth is you know what you make everybody believe exactly which brings us to eden torres alice <laughs> who we talked about um previously she was the person or he was a person whatever um who um who was went to sonic and then it's a trans woman, so they so the the person gave them Eden Torres gave them the ID, and it said that she was a man because she's biologically man, but dresses as a woman and maybe is trans, whatever. Uh, so Eden Torres then um, went off in the dude. You remember? What would you like me to do, man? What would you like me to do? Because eventually you want something, correct? I would like you to promise me that you will stop 
treating trans people this way. How I'm treating you? I'm treating you bad? And I, am I doing Your it? staff. Am I doing it? Your staff. They're not doing that, man. Yes, they were. Okay, well, no. I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, your name in the credit card, it's a feminine name? No. Exactly. They're not discriminating. Yes, no, they are. Because no, it, someone else could be paying. Okay. So we played this stuff. We've talked about it as well. And so listening to the Kirk Minahan show last uh, Thursday or Friday, I guess it was, uh, they said that they had booked Eden Torres. And I thought, this is interesting because Kirk's going to have a good, like he does, he's a good interviewer mm-hmm. and a smart guy. And I thought, and, and I thought this will be interesting because Kirk's going to have a good, respectful, probably overly respectful conversation with this person, um, it, which I found is the way he approaches a lot of these people who are who, who have a, a, just a, who are very different, um, which is a nice way to enter, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the, to, to because you know, make everybody feel at ease, you know, obviously. Minahan is capable of being an a-hole if he wants to be and right. taking the knives out. But in this case, he approached this saying, I'm, we're going to hear what Eden Torres has to say. We all heard the same thing. You and I, Alice, mm-hmm. came to the conclusion essentially that they did in that show that that this is a, she was kind of pushing around bullying this dude who just wanted to get through his shift <laughs> and, you know, using this big thing, uh, you know, to do it and was really mm-hmm. hammering this guy. So I figured with Kirk's approach, when I listened to the interview, I thought, okay, he's going to get her the soft side of Eden Torres. The, that part is over. Maybe she had a bad day or whatever, et cetera. And this is this was the most compelling interview I've heard in more than a year. I couldn't stop. I made you listen to it. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. She went on there and like bull rushed through. And I found a lot more about Eden Torres than I ever thought I knew. <laughs> and among other things is that there is a certain personality type that a lot of these activists have, and they're almost all identical. Right. They're many of the, it's all based on uh, life or death, victimhood, et cetera, et cetera. So here's how this thing. I seriously think he was so nice and and. And in uh, gentle, his bedside manner with mm-hmm. the interview was so pleasant that I figured that 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 she would be disarmed a little bit. No, not at all. She, totally and utterly. Are you texting me? Yeah, I was going. To. You just tell me, Alice. Oh, I, I didn't want to interrupt the phone. your I paid him off. Yeah, but your texts show up on your computer screen too. Those I, those haven't shown. You're telling me that we're at 45 minutes. Yeah, I was. Well, I'm not going to... I have I to just, play a little bit of this. I don't want to screw no, people I know. up. Okay, okay, I know. But I just wanted you... I wasn't sure you if you remembered there was a Patreon show today. I understand. We're going to okay. do it. We're going to do it. We'll okay. finish this just conversation. But I want to get it started Okay, for I folks. just wanted to remind you. And I suggest you listen to um, to that uh, Minahan interview as well. Where Do I have it here? It is called Aggressive. It's from two, day, oh, two days ago. There you go. Here's, here's a part of this. Jeez, I love this so much. Here we go. Eden Torres with Kirkman here. As a trans woman, as a brown trans woman, okay. and very cognizant of the realities of the the issues and the safety issues that I face. Okay. Since I have come out, I have been at the funeral of three black and brown trans women in Houston. So I'm very cognizant. Who were of, who were murdered? You're saying who were murdered okay. for simply existing? Okay. Okay. I don't doubt that Eden has been to the 
funerals of three black and trans women. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's proven that any of these people or all of them were murdered for simply existing being trans. You never know. You never know. A lot of people are murdered. A lot of people are murdered in Houston and all sorts of parts of Texas and the United States. I looked at the statistics. It looks like about 25 people annually, trans people, are murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a big number. But, uh, you know, if it's, if it's in your neighborhood or if they're hunted because they're trans, that's something. Right. And trans people are murdered, like, more often for the percent of the population that they are, mm-hmm. slightly. But, I mean, being murdered is rare anyway. So. Right. But, but to nudge us over into that narrative, you yelling at the day manager at Sonic <laughs> does not mean we have to make an entree into the horrific world of trans people being hunted. Mm-hmm. Those things are separate things. You know, there's a lot of people who could say in a lot of ways how unsafe they feel. Right. You know, chewing the day manager's ass out because uh, because somebody identified you accurately on your credit card, even if they knew it and were being cute. Mm-hmm. Berating somebody has nothing to do with the backstory. Unless, of course, you're using horrible behavior to bring us into the backstory, which, of course... Right. That's the point. That's all the point. That's right. And if that poor dude has to be the casualty, well, then sorry. And that's why that... Uh, well, uh, well, isn't that what they say about their activism, too, when they like go in and yell at people who are just doing outdoor dining <clears throat> or whatever and demand that they do the Black Power Fist and scream yep. at them and everything else is like that, you know, protest is supposed to make people uncomfortable and we're doing this because we're trying to call attention to a very serious problem. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's why they behave badly. That's why they burn down buildings and do everything destroy businesses and everything else, because they're trying to make a point about a very serious issue. Right. In other words, I get to knock over your white wine in your baked haddock because they're hunting people like me down. Right. So that's a critical thing. I'm seconds from dying here. That's why I'm overturning your table. Especially if I'm going to be speaking to a manager, I would think that that manager would be on site. But this person was called in. So I didn't know where he was coming from. I would think the manager would be on site. Oh, this is highly irregular. Wait a second. What are the chances that they're just calling in a hitman? (laughs) Since when do we think the manager would be on? I would think the manager would be on site. Somehow, I'm even more victimized because the manager of the Sonic wasn't on site. Yeah. That's even more dangerous for me. The manager Manage- that I demanded they call and bring in because I didn't like what the first manager I talked to told me. Right. All the on-site managers who failed to kill me, I went through. <laughs> now there's one from off-site who's obviously going to kill me. If he was actually a manager, mm-hmm. he had a hat and a shirt on, so that did make me feel better. But I had my phone out. Still can never be too safe. Can never <laughs> be too safe. If I were Eden, I would have shot first. You can't just go by the hat and the shirt. No, you never know. You never know. The the lust to kill trans people out there is so powerful that people will dress as day managers from Sonic, off-site day managers, <laughs> if that's what it takes. From the beginning, because I... This was a stranger coming into this situation. So once again, as you've said, Alice, what made strangers come into the situation in which she's very likely to be killed? 
She demanded that they bring this person into the situation. She asked right. them to call this guy and come talk to her. Right. Even though she's been in a slew of funerals. Right. Of people killed by merely, barely being who they are. Mm-hmm. She's cycling through Houstonians like nobody's business. You never know when somebody who might kill somebody for being who they are would do that. So if you're afraid of being killed for who you are, you'd assume you'd want to... You'd want to limit your exposure to strangers. Well, but I mean, I but it's, but, but, I mean but, 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 well, well, wait a minute. You, you just said, I don't know if he had a gun. Right. Don't you don't know if he had anything. You know, if the manager, the, the manager at Sonic, you don't know if he had a gun or not. Is that what you said? Because he was coming from a different location. He wasn't coming from. I frisked everybody at that location. <laughs> so I knew they were all clean. But this guy was coming from a different location, so he's more than likely armed. Inside the building. Well, you, but, right, but I don't think, okay, oh, well, I mean, again, your experiences, what you're going through in your life is different than mine. I wouldn't think naturally, I wouldn't assume that somebody from Sonic, just because they're coming from a different location, would be carrying a gun. But I, I understand. Go ahead. But but here's the thing. Trans women no, are that's murdered that's for what I'm simply okay. existing. I understand. So but, when but, I have an issue and I'm right. speaking up on behalf of myself, that's where... The fear comes in. What is this person going to do to me? Okay. <laughs> Kirk keeps it together while just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. You know, I just want to, you know, I just, I'm just doing my job here. It would seem to me that it would be a rarity that we would come packing. <laughs> You know, by yeah, the way, somebody's usually... complaining about um, from the line uh, today about how they were dressed. Uh, you, you better put your uh, uniform on and get down there. Should I bring heat? Yeah, I think you should. Imagine it's probably going to get deadly. So make sure happen in these people's heads, though, like just because, you know, they, and, and yeah, like it is more likely that uh, trans people are murdered than cis people all things being equal right but mm -hmm. you know in general these situations happen like during uh you know prostitution transactions gone wrong and things like that like that's where a lot of this right. stuff is happening and to then imagine that because something like that happens to some trans people and you can argue that that's like systemic because more trans people mm -hmm. end up having to do work like that or whatever uh okay so acknowledged fine but then to say that you're scared when you call the manager at Sonic that someone with a vendetta against trans people is going to dress up as a Sonic manager with a gun to kill right. you. Is right. Like, what are the chances? Like, <laughs> like the guy just, you know what it was like? It was like Lee Harvey Oswald saying, oh, my goodness. Not only have I wanted to kill Kennedy forever and I have a rifle, but I happen to work at the building that he's going to drive in front of you. This is a great day. Like the Sonic manager saying, I've just been trying to kill trans people. I wish somebody would call me on site. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, I can be there. Yes. Yes, keep her there. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to continue this on Patreon. We have a lot of this to get through here. I've, I'm so impressed with this interview and with Eden Torres and, and with uh, how they handled it in the show. Sometimes you get more out of somebody, but you just let them go. And that's a lot of what they did. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone. As Tom mentioned, we're going to head over to Patreon and do a little extra segment over there. Um, More Eden. That is patreon.com slash burn barrel. Um, and uh, we're also for free everywhere else. Twitter, YouTube, 
Gab Parlor, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can shoot us an email, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Burn Barrel Podcast.com. All the places. Leave an Say Apple Podcast review. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.